degree lawyers. No holds barred questions and answers, and only the legal advice that matters. This is the source of legal knowledge. This is the defender of your rights. This is Triumvirate. Good evening and welcome to the Triumvirate. This is your host, Blessy. Tonight, we are going to feature three legal inquiries from our listeners, Jeffrey, Edgar, and Sophia. Our legal experts, attorneys Christine Florete, Arvigin Zoe Bernal, and Salvador Alba II, will share their personal insights on these issues and hope that this will enlighten our listeners. Our first listener tonight is Jeffrey, a teacher who has a question about his birth certificate. Hello, attorneys. My name is Jeffrey, and I am a teacher. I'm an avid listener of your podcast, and I am hoping that you can answer my legal inquiry. My parents confessed to me that I was adopted when I was still a baby. Of course, I was shocked about this revelation. And I totally love them, and they also love me as their own child. The problem is that I want to elevate my status to that of a legitimate child of my adoptive parents so nobody can later question the same. How can I do this? Do they have to go through a legal process to adopt me so I can be considered their legal child? Hello Jeffrey, this is Attorney Bernal. You are lucky that there is a new law that was passed to provide administrative proceedings to correct your simulated birth certificate. This is Republic Act Number 11222, otherwise known as the Simulated Birth Rectification Act, which took effect on March 29, 2019. RA11222 provides an amnesty to persons whose birth certificates were simulated to make it appear that they are the children of certain individuals. This new law also provides for a simpler and less expensive administrative proceedings for adopting of children whose births were simulated but were consistently considered and treated by the supposed parents as their sons or daughters. Thank you for your answer, Attorney R.V. June. By the way, our listeners can contact any of our volunteer lawyers through our email address, amicusjuristpodcast at gmail.com if they want an in-depth legal advice about the topics that were discussed in any of our podcast episodes. Now, we go to our next listener and his legal inquiry. We now listen to Edgar and his question about paternity leave. Hi, attorneys. I am Edgar and I am an office worker. My wife, Gina, is currently pregnant with our first baby. Her pregnancy has been delicate and that I am planning to be with her when she delivers our baby. I heard that there's a law that allows fathers to avail paternity leave. Can you tell me about this? Thank you. Hi, Edgar. First, I would like to congratulate you and your wife. I hope she will be able to deliver safely and your first baby will be healthy. Going to your question, there is indeed a law that grants paternity leave. This is under Republic Act 8187 or the Paternity Act of 1996. Under this law, fathers working in the private and public sectors are given a special benefit of seven days leave with full pay to allow them to aid their respective spouses in caring for themselves 
and their newborns. The benefits of paternity leave can be made within the first four deliveries of your wife and that he has given adequate notice to his employer. Thank you, Attorney Tin. As I was listening to your advice, I noticed that paternity leave only applies to men who are lawfully married to and are cohabiting with a pregnant woman or the woman who has just given birth or has a suffered miscarriage. I think this law should be amended to apply also to same-sex unions. Well, that is just my opinion. Okay, let's move on to our last legal inquiry. We will listen to an interesting question sent by Sophia about her troubles as a plantita. Hello, attorneys. My name is Sophia and I am a housewife. The pandemic has confined my family at home and to make our isolation bearable, I started gardening. There is a spot at our backyard which I converted into a vegetable garden. This somehow has eased my boredom. Um, however, going to my garden has become a hazard for me and my family as there is a coconut tree in the middle of the garden. I am planning to cut the coconut tree so we could not run the risk of being hit by coconuts. But I was told that this is not allowed without a permit from the government. Is this true? You are correct to say that there is a law against cutting down coconut trees. This is Republic Act 10592 or the Coconut Preservation Act of 1995. No coconut tree shall be cut except under valid grounds enumerated in Section 1 of this law. One of these grounds is when the tree would cause hazard to life and property. However, before a private landowner can cut a coconut within his land, he should apply for a permit to cut from the Philippine Coconut Authority. No permit to cut shall be granted unless the applicant has secured from the barangay captain of the locality where the cutting will be done a certification under oath that the applicant has already planted the equivalent number of coconut trees applied for to be cut. Such replanting, however, shall not apply to areas converted into industrial, commercial, or residential sites or land transformed in accordance with law into agricultural purposes. Thank you, Attorney Sal. Now, private lot owners would know not to indiscriminately cut coconut trees even inside their properties. Well, that is our episode for tonight. I hope you have picked a thing or two from the legal inquiries sent by our guests. Again, this is your host, Blessy, and I am inviting you once again to be with us next week for another episode of the Triumvirate. Good night! Stories discussed in this podcast are inspired by real cases decided by the Supreme Court. The opinions and views of the guest lawyers are their own personal analysis and views on the featured topic. Any comment about the podcast episodes may be sent to Amicus Juris Facebook page. Thank you.